This episode of Liberty Station is brought to you by my good friends at Devoted Capital, where they believe how you profit matters. They are dedicated to helping you align your investments with your values, empowering you to a life well-lived. Welcome to Liberty Station. I'm Bryce Eddy. We are fighting very hard to be a threat to the Great Reset. And with that, I've got an awesome guest today. I've got Brad Martin, who is a stunt coordinator, stuntman, super ninja, and also uh, revealing some of the deep craziness that's going on in um, Hollywood. And he and I are just going to have an awesome conversation between friends about how we all win in this battle and stand strong. So, Brad, are you there? Yeah. Hey, Bryce. How's it going? Good, good. How are you? Good. So, good. so uh, you know, my buddy Tori said, hey, listen, you got to have Brad on this show. He's an awesome guy. And um, I had no idea what we were going to talk about until, you know, five minutes ago. And you started telling me your background and all that stuff. I'm like, okay, that's why he wants him here. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Tori and I keep up to, we keep each other up to date on lots of things right now. Um, studying what's going on in the world. Um, yeah. For those of you that don't know, I'm one of the stuntmen in the documentary that came out two years ago, Out of Shadows. And uh, that first month that we released it, it did, we think it did 100 million views. And then they shadow, YouTube shadow banned it. Of course. And, uh, we think since then it's done at least another 100 million. It's been translated into 24 different languages. And if uh, and what it is, is we just talk about, we expose as much as we know and as much as we've heard secondhand through uh, about Hollywood. I don't have many firsthand experiences in terms of like the pedophilia and the child grooming, well, the child trafficking and all that. But I do get to see child grooming. I do get to see things like that on a day-to-day basis. And um my job with this movement, I feel, is I've just had a calling to expose as much as I can with the, the platform I've been given. So. Amen. Well, listen, praise God for that. Um, you know, I find it interesting that um, Hollywood for, um, you know, kind of its, its original days was run by fairly conservative people. And, and by fairly conservative, I mean they had at least the um, you know, commonality with us in regards to sort of the Judeo-Christian values and things that were were predominant just in our culture at the time, uh, which is why, you know, they, they wouldn't have, you know, Lucy and, you know, Desi Arnaz, uh, you know, t- uh, taped in the same bed uh, or filmed in the same bed, you know, on I Love Lucy and different things like that. And so they, they, they um, were so careful not to go over the line. And it was a lot of the studio heads and a lot of the, the people that were kind of enforcing that. And then somewhere along the lines, it just descended into debaucherous content and just slowly and progressively got worse and worse and worse. And then now, um, thanks to guys like you, um, we're, we're starting to, to peel back that curtain and see that, you know, how many, um, really evil things and evil practices are going on. And of course, you know, surrounding children, um, you know, we're, we're seeing how much of that is just rot at its core. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can take this all the way back to the beginning and I might, I've, I've questioned this, um, in recent years is how good was Hollywood from the beginning? Because as we all know now, as we've been studying what's going on in the world, that, the deep state's agenda and like the bad guy's agenda is to change our 
our ideology, but trick through the trickle down effect, just little and little by little by little. And pretty right. soon we start questioning things. So my question, I question myself going back to Hollywood in the early years, were they just like starting early on trying to create, you know, maybe sexualizing Shirley Temple or whatever it, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, you know, going back to Walt Disney and, you know, their, you know, the 33 club and all the stuff that he promoted back in the day. Like I questioned, was any of it valid? Was any of it wholesome? Um, I, you know, I was, a, I was a fan of the, I grew up in the eighties um, with the eighties action movies. And I love all those. And I still, I, I still, I still think that they're great, but I, you know, I go back and I look at them and again, and how much of that was propaganda and, and agenda, like trying to desensitize us through violence. Um, you know, and nowadays I think that people are becoming more aware of it. Now the snowball effects happening and that now they're just trying to stuff it down our throat because they know we're waking up to it and they have to try to beat us to the punch. I think that's the, the game right now from my perspective. Yeah, I think you're probably right. And, you know, I, um, when I reflect back on uh, what we watched as kids, you know, I, I you know, was born in the 70s, grew up in the 80s. And uh, there are things that my wife and I have pulled out, like, you know, nostalgic films from the 80s where we're like, hey, girls, you know, I've got three daughters and, you know, now they're they're all teenagers. And uh, just a few years ago, we would be like popping on some movie and and going oh yeah this was the best when i was a kid and then all of a sudden i i'm thinking to myself and my wife and i are looking at each other going whoa wait a second okay let's stop this <laughs> you know let's turn this off and then we're like wait our parents let us watch this um and and so many things that that we a lot of it was over our head at the time or at least we thought we weren't receiving some of those messages but but so much of it was you know with this kind of undercurrent of an evil spirit yeah, I mean, if you go back to those 80 movies, like just say, for instance, something that just popped to mind, like Predator, right? There's a lot of killing in Predator. Um, right. Um, so my job, like as a stunt coordinator, I started questioning myself as well in terms of, like, I don't think that that message has changed. Like back in the 80s with the stunt coordinators back in the 80s, like the same idea was the same. Is think of the most creative way to kill somebody. So now you fast forward, you know, 30 years, and I'm doing that for my kids, and I'm trying to get them to be proud of, like, movies that I've done and having them and trying to think about showing them those that work. And I'm like, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to, this isn't the message I want to be telling my kids. So right. there's a lot of that as well. Yeah. And, and certainly, you know, violence is one part of that. And, you know, I, it's interesting because I don't have a problem with um, like we, we were watching Band of Brothers, um, you know, the other night, you know, the HBO, um, you know, mini series on World War Two And, you know, very uh, historically accurate, um, you know, real depictions of, of uh, violence in war. And along those lines, as a family, you know, that wasn't super concerning to me because it wasn't really glorifying the violence. Um, and so, you know, we've we've allowed some of that and whether that's right or wrong, I don't I don't entirely know, but we've allowed that in our home. Um but one thing that we've drawn a hard and fast line on is the glor the glorification of it uh, of violence, but the uh, sexualizing and the um, you know innuendos and the circumstantial stuff where you've got all kinds of um, you know glorification of alternative lifestyles and um, all of that, I think, is is what's done so much damage to our society and to our kids. 
Yeah, I mean, that's the grooming aspect of it as well, is that, I mean, we're, they're trying to reach these kids that are prepubescent, and it's, they're not even thinking about sexualization. They're not thinking about any of this stuff, but it's being they're being hit in the head with a hammer by it, constantly, constantly, constantly being forced to think about it. And, you know, my kids, you know, back before they hit puberty, we're, always talk, we're already talking about transgender and things like that. It's like, you guys don't even know what that means. And, you know, yeah. I would try to them straight and try to run them through it and you know i obviously have open communication with my kids talking to them through my perspective of what's going on in the world and trying to at least get them not to fall in line or at least not to adhere to these values that mainstream media and schools are trying to push on them right now yeah it's true um yeah and i i think that um we've been blessed in our family. We, we chose to homeschool our kids and, um, I witness a big difference because, you know, we're, um, sheltering. Yes, we are sheltering our kids. Um, I have three daughters and I, and they weren't unaware of what's going on in the world. And, you know, you get attacked by the idea of, you know, oh, you're sheltering your kids. You never get, they're never going to know what's up or anything like that. Of course they do now, but at these young ages where, um, the reality was is they weren't being bombarded by sexual imagery or sexual messages or kids that were in homes that were you know seeped or steeped in all of that um they they remained a lot more innocent for a lot longer to where when we've had to have the discussions about all the stuff that's going on now it it was the appropriate time and they could understand and absorb it uh versus just sowing confusion in their heads <laughs> Well, the Dems just went on a spending spree, about $500 billion to fund their student loan forgiveness bailout. And how are they going to pay for it? Oh, yeah, they're hiring 87,000 new IRS agents. Their goal is to do an additional 1.2 million audits a year, also known as squeeze the taxpayers. The Fed chair is freaked out about inflation. The leftist government is clearly ignoring him. Where does this leave you? It leaves you calling Birch Gold Group. Because you want to hedge against inflation with gold. You want to own physical gold and silver in a tax-sheltered account. If you're skeptical about the trajectory of the economy and the U.S. dollar, then text LIBERTY to 989898. Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on securing your savings with gold. I trust Birch Gold. They've been around for almost 20 years, five-star reviews, thousands of satisfied customers. Check them out. Text LIBERTY to 989898 and secure your future with gold. Do it today. Yeah, I mean, you talk about sheltering your kids as like with a negative connotation almost. I mean, obviously you guys think that that's a good thing, which I do as well. But I mean, you shouldn't have to hang your head in shame, you know, to anybody thinking that that's, there's anything negative to that, especially what's going on in the world right now. I mean, that's, that's protecting your kids. That's educating your kids in the proper way, in my perspective and yours, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's just a shame that they've, that society's created that right now. And I think that's, those are the walls that we're trying to break down at the moment. Yeah. Well, I don't mind fighting that battle and having those sort of discussions with people uh, because yeah, my job is exactly to protect my kids and give them exposure to the things that are going on in the world at the appropriate and right times and teach them about sex at the appropriate and right times. And you know, we don't need to hurry out there and, you know, make these kids um, world weary at young ages and, you know, perverted in their thinking because their brains aren't able to comprehend or absorb or 
really understand some of the the evil and despicable things that are going on. Yeah, I mean, even just just take it all the way back down to like misinformation or disinformation, right? There's so much in terms of world history and just things like that that they're not getting the straight scoop on right now. Take 9-11, for instance. And, you know, my, my kids just went through that last year. One of mine just went through that last year in school. And, you know, I, we watched some documentaries based on that just in terms of just I don't want to be the person to tell them what to believe. I want to be the one to bring them information and allow them to believe what they want to based on all the information. So, um, and that's, you know, I think I get good props from my kids for that. They say that their mom definitely tries to push her ideas on them and they feel that I am more open-minded and I allow them to come up with their own decisions. And that's, that's my job as, a, as that's what I feel my job is as a, as a father is to let them find their way with all the available yeah. information. Yeah, and act as a guide, you know, yeah. down the path. Yeah, no, I think that's good. Um, so let's talk about the movie and, um, you know, how you came about creating it. What was the impetus? Um, and then, you know, give a, give a synopsis of it and, and, you know, lay on us some of the disturbing things. Yeah. Well, I mean, most of us are, are familiar with, with the movie now, or most of you are probably familiar with the movie. Um, Mike Smith was the one that helmed it up at the beginning. Um, he and I, were stuntmen together for 30 years. And there had been probably a, a 10 year period where we hadn't spoken, not for any other reason other than we were just doing our own thing. Um, we got to talk in around 2016, 2017, and he told me um, what had led him to his awakening, which was he had uh, he did a stunt and he was paralyzed for a little bit and he found God and he um, started waking up to what's going on in the world. and. And I had a similar thing happen to me around that time as well, not with an injury, but more with a divorce and with hard times in my family. And uh, we got to talking and we, we, we realized we were on the same page with all this stuff. And he was saying, well, I'm thinking about doing a documentary. I said, well, for whatever it's worth, I'll do it with you. And then that was his spark that he needed to push through it. That he's like, well, I'm going to do it then. And so I supported him the whole way and we ended up talking through it. He got uh, Liz Crokin, who is one of the first people to uh, break Pizzagate. Um, mm-hmm. got her involved and Kevin Ship, ex former uh, CIA um, uh, head of the Department of CIA, I believe somewhere in there. Um, he, they both, and in terms of child trafficking, and they both helped us out with the documentary. And uh, yeah, we just uh, exposed everything that we knew. Uh, Mike ended up running with that, and he knew how important this information was. And he, knowing, I mean, everybody knows when you're watching these documentaries that the left or even, you know, many other people, they find one little thing to say, to fact check, to find out that was false and they disregard everything. So Mike did his yeah. due diligence and checked every single fact that he could in that movie. And I welcome anybody to do the same, uh, just to make sure that all the information that we gave out was valid and taken seriously. Yeah. Um, no, they, they don't put themselves under any of the same kind of scrutiny. And unfortunately, I don't think we hold them to the same kind of scrutiny that we should, you know. Um, but uh, their whole thing is to discredit anything. And that's that's why they invented the term conspiracy theory and everything else, um, you know, was was to you throw one little uh, wrong thing in the pond and then they they say that the whole entire thing is poisoned. Um, and then they'll dismiss all of the rest of the truth. Um, and so it's a, yeah, it's a dangerous game getting um, this information out. Um, so for those uh, who aren't familiar with the movie, um, uh, 
talk a little bit about what you guys uncovered and then let's let's relate that to what's going on today because of of course that stuff's not stopping yeah well i mean the main part of it and like the main part of my message that i was um, wanted to put out there that is shadows is that we're that media mainstream media basically which is now i think five companies that own pretty much at least 80 percent or 90 percent of all the media that's going out there in the world right now that there's an agenda and that that I say media, but I mean movie studios, television, um, magazines, newspapers, all of it. There's an agenda, and their agenda is to push a narrative. And what they're trying to do right now, as far as I think you and I and everybody on our side believes, is that they're trying to sexualize children. They're trying to normalize violence. They're trying to normalize child trafficking. They're trying to destroy this country um, so they can break it down and rebuild it in their own image, or at least yeah. in a controlling image of their own where they know that they can control everything. Um, so, uh, but, but I had an awakening back in 2015, way before the documentary, and I actually quit the business for three years. And during that time is when I spoke with Mike. And I was, I was what I spoke about earlier, is I was just basically questioning myself, thinking, gosh, I'm thinking of the most creative ways to destroy somebody, to create violence, to kill somebody. And this is what I'm, this is what I'm banking my whole career on. This is what I'm, this is what I'm putting on the line in terms of like leaving a name for myself in the future. And I just felt that I couldn't do it anymore. And um, unfortunately at my level right now, I don't really have the control to make the movies that I want to make. I get hired um, when there's a job available and you know, I can pick and choose, but if I pick and choose, I'm missing out on a ton of money because I don't, you know, it's not like I get offers every day for jobs. So, um, you know, I, I, I quit the movie. I quit the business for three years. And um, eventually I got back into it again, knowing now what I know and having gone through my awakening and that whole process um, and just realizing that this is where I need to be at the moment. And uh, just through the, I mean, that, that's the main part for me. It was the, the message that we were sending, the propaganda of it, of it all. And that's the part that I wanted to open the world's eyes to and just realize that when you're watching things by Disney, when you're watching things, when you're watching cartoons, when you're watching action movies that are fun with good one-liners. There's things that you're walking away from and it's programming your brain and to accept certain things and possibly even react certain ways at times and um, not necessarily for the good of humanity. So yeah. that's, that's my part of it. I mean, we, we can talk about the child trafficking stuff too. I'm, you know, Liz Crokin and, and, and um, Kevin Ship are way more into all of that and they can give you way more a bigger breakdown with a lot more background on what's going on there. But um, I can talk about that a little bit too. Yeah. Let's, let's touch on it a little bit because, um, you know, right now we're, we're seeing uh, more and more evidence of all of this sexualization of children, the transing of kids, the, uh, you know, drag shows and, you know, all of this stuff that, that um, when your documentary came out, um, none of that was around, or at least a lot of it wasn't predominant. Um, and now it's seeming like every day this stuff is being passed off as normal. It's being crammed and pushed down our throats. Thankfully, people are objecting, um, but they're getting away with stuff that never before in, in history they would have without what Hollywood and everything else systematically did for decades. <laughs> Devoted Capital is more than just another financial service company. They believe how you profit matters. When your financial investments align with your values, 
you then have the freedom to capitalize on the present and design your future. The president and CEO of Devoted Capital is my closest childhood friend, Randy Sonata Jr. His vision and mission is to provide everyone with the necessary education, tools, and guidance to help you not only reach your financial goals, but to build and grow your wealth in a way that positively affects every aspect of your life and the world around you through values-based investing. Visit their website at devotedcapital.com to learn more or dial 805-372-0821 to speak to your values investor advocate today. Investment advisory services offered through Alliance Advisory and Securities, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Yeah, I mean, we say that they're getting away with it right now, and that's what it sure looks like at the moment. But I know that there's obviously the other side. You know, I'm sure you've heard of the devolution theory, and there's other theories around right now that maybe make it seem like we're the ones in charge and all this stuff is going on as part of a plan. Um, Explain that to the audience. So devolution, for those of you that don't know, there's a theory that, and I forget this lady's name, but I know I watched this, I watched this talk of this lady who was, I think she was from like Michigan or something like that, but she was like a, she was a, um, an election official of some sort there. Do you know what I'm talking about? The lady that went to Italy and started, um, got in like car chases with people shooting at her, went to go check out the Dominion uh, systems and they tracked them through Italy and Germany and through, through China and all that. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard a little bit of it. Um, but well, uh, She brought, that lady brought all of this information, which was her proof of election fraud to Trump on January 19th of last year the day before Biden took office. And so the theory is that um, when you have proof of foreign election fraud that the military takes over. So the devolution, devolution theory is that the military right now is in charge of everything that's going on in the United States and is allowing, either allowing or controlling Biden to destroy this country right now. So, other, so people are gonna wake up. And so that as soon as there's enough pushback and people realize what's going on that um, the, you know, the military can jump in and say, wait a second, there was in fact election fraud and Trump is in fact our president. So that's, yeah, theory. if I, yeah, if I, if I, um, I, you know, some of those things I feel are, are what Rob would call hopium. Um, and if I wasn't so aware of what is going on within the military right now, and if I wasn't so close to some of the, the folks that are serving in the military at, at high levels now and, and who are reporting the mess that it all is, um, those things would give me comfort uh, because I would imagine, hey, you know, and I think we want um, I think we fundamentally want to think that there's somebody in charge and it gives us comfort even if we think that there's some, you know, great evil person pulling the strings. Now, we do know that there is an enemy um, and, and uh, you know, influencing over this world, but I think it, it, um, it gives people a perverse comfort to be like this is all part of a plan even if it's a bad guy that's planning it um i i had uh, uh kurt schlichter um on uh for a couple of episodes we went uh we went long and we've had to break it up um in into two different episodes but but one of the things that that uh he said and we talked about it a lot more at dinner is the there is a lot of incompetence reigning supreme right now um and a lot of this are not 
incredibly smart, wizened people that are orchestrating this stuff on either side. Um, and so it, it's going to be interesting to to see everything unfold. You know, um, I think it was uh, uh, Churchill that said, "May may he be cursed to live in uh, uninteresting times." <laughs> and we are certainly blessed to be living in interesting times right now. So it'll be it'll be uh, um, remarkable to see how all of this stuff plans out. But hey, I I would love nothing more than to um, all of a sudden find out that there was some grand plan involved and, you know, somebody's going to straighten it out in the next week. (laughs) Yeah, well, I'm not saying it's going to be in the next week or the next year or whatever, but I also got to believe that Trump is a smart guy. He didn't get himself office just to get the election stolen from him again. He didn't put his life on the line, had a couple potential death, you know, attempts uh, at at assassination. Um, Who knows, you know, what he's had to deal with, you know, other than what we know already. He's been demonized. He's, um, he's, I mean, I'd say he put his life on the line. And so for him just to now step away and walk away and seem cool AF, (laughs) (laughs) Tell and Devin Nunes, all those guys are cool and smiling and not looking stressed in any way, shape, or form. It's got me, and, and you know, and just as the the deep state and the bad guys have had a plan since, you know, who knows, thousands of years, but you know, certainly since the 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 you know the 1913, you know, when they when they uh, with the uh, with the uh, Federal Reserve and all of that, mm-hmm. and. I got to believe as the deep state comes in and they started making their moves, I got to believe that there's a good faction that was trying to prevent this from the beginning. So I got to believe that there's a big faction that's around right now that's trying to take care of all these problems. So, oh, yeah. Not, well, I I'm think not, there is. And I think we're all, yeah, I think we're all a part of it. Um, I, I think, um, you know, when, when we, we do know that God wins at the end of the day. Um, and so we're, we're doing, you know, even on this show and, and others, we're doing everything that we can to get the right information out there and to expose these lies and expose what these people are doing to our kids and all of that. I'm, I'm grateful that we're all, you know, kind of rowing in the same direction there. Well, there's, there's also the, you know, the Q, what Q says, I don't know if you're a Q follower or what, but, you know, one of the big Q's biggest statements is trust the plan. And some people like you had just mentioned say, you know, maybe that means, you know, just sit back and watch, enjoy the show and watch it all happen. But I believe that it's more what you're doing right now is we're trying to expose, we're trying to spread the word, we're trying to wake up other people. And I think that's part of the plan. I think the plan is to educate, you know, Q through the Q messages, the Q message board was giving out information, was informing the world of what was going on. And I think that's our job is to continue all that with the people that aren't aware of what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, on some of this stuff, I'm not sure, um, you know, what faith I put in all of it, but I do know that there are fighters out there. And I do know that, that, um, all of us must be, uh, working very hard to expose this and, you know, lay out the evil, um, as we see it. And so I'm, I'm grateful for, um, what you guys have done, um, you know, with this, uh, a movie, I'm, I'm grateful that that got the views, um, that it did initially, what what happened to you uh, on the inside of the industry? Um, you know what what was the fallout? Well, I mean, uh, just right when the movie came out, we also had COVID as well. So, and then following right. the COVID shutdown, we had uh, mandatory vaccinations. So, 
you know, I'm not sure how much of it was a part of the movie, but I stopped working for basically two years. I had one job in, in two years, and this is my next job. I'm, I'm in New Mexico right now on a job, and this is my first job in 10 months. So um, wow. whether or a lot of that has been because people knew what I did and knew what I was speaking against. Mike Smith's agent dropped him the day after Out of Shadows came out. Um, so I know that they're watching and they know what's going on. But at the same time, too, like I'm openly against the vaccination, so I won't take that and I won't lie right. about it. I won't give a fake card. So I'm just, uh, I'm just, uh, you know, I feel that part of me feels that, you know, I've, I've tried to wake up tons of people. I've tried to have conversations with tons of, tons of people. And for my, my personality and the way that I go about it, not doing a documentary format style, but just speaking with people, I'm not that good at it, I've found out. So um, <laughs> I'm letting my, you know, I point a lot of people towards my documentary and let that speak for itself, at least in terms of, you know, that gets people at least expo exposed and open to the idea that there are people out there with nefarious agendas trying to, to get you to believe certain things. And just starting with that as a premise, then I'm able to, you know, once I get people to watch that, I'm able to like get it, get more into what's, you know, into their psyche and trying to get them to follow my line of thinking a little bit more. But other than that, no, I'm, I'm pretty hopeless with that. So. Yeah, no. Well, that's good though, because um, you're uh, you're doing you're doing whatever you can, and um, the the big message that I have for everyone is that whatever God has given us, you know, let's let's fight with it. And you know, some of us are blessed with um, you know uh, skills that are unique to us. Um, you know, others are are you know blessed with yeah the the gift of gab, whatever. Um, you know, but but being able to communicate in any way we can being able to push back in any way we can, even if it's, you know, writing a letter campaign or, you know, uh, calling on uh, our elected representatives over the phone. I mean, you know, uh, we are, we are all in this war together and all of us must fight. We have two major tragedies in this country that I take personally, and it's poor health and veganism battle both by ordering from my friends at good ranchers. 85% of all grass-fed beef is imported from other countries, but because they process it here, they can slap the product of USA label on it. Because of this, over 100,000 independent American farms and ranches have closed. Good Ranchers sells 100% American meat. A Good Ranchers subscription locks in your price to protect you against inflation. Enter code LIBERTY at checkout for $30 off plus free shipping or go to goodranchers.com slash liberty. Every item is steakhouse quality and you can order the finest steaks, seafood, and chicken at half the price of those other online meat guys. And I'll tell you, in direct head-to-head -head competition in my discriminating household, Good Ranchers just tastes much better. Enter code LIBERTY at checkout for $30 off plus free shipping or go to goodranchers.com slash liberty. Good Ranchers, American meat delivered. So what? Um, uh, where do we find the, the movie now um, that it, you know, that it, I know it got banned, you know, off of all of the social media stuff, but where do we find it now? Where do I direct people to it? Yeah, so now you can still see it at outofshadows.org. Um, okay. It's right there. It's on, you just go to that website and you scroll down a little bit and you can click on the link for the video. It's all free. It's about an hour and 20 minute long uh, documentary. So yeah, I would please whoever hasn't seen it, please by all means go out and check it out. Yeah, um, I, yeah. I, I get texts every 
at least once a week, if not multiple times a week, just that people thanking me. Thank you so much. My, you know, I woke up my dad, I woke up my wife, um, you know, my best friend, whatever it is. Um, because it's such a, it's a good non-confrontational way to reach people. Yeah. And you know, what I find interesting is you would have thought that, um, with you guys exposing a lot of that and people starting to see the, you know, underbelly of what's happening with kids and child trafficking and the messages that some of these movies are, are pushing that, that you would have had a bigger backlash in our culture and, and they would have dialed some of that back. I mean, that at least that's what you'd think from a logical standpoint, but the evidence of this being perpetrated by a great evil, um, I think is, is so apparent in the fact that they just doubled down. It's, it's not as if they stopped at all. Yeah, I mean, what you just said right there, the doubling down of everything is what they're doing right now. And I think that's why, you know, it, it's the snowball effect. That's why there seems to be more violence, more sexualization of, ch for ch of children. There's, it's just out of control right now because they are going for broke. They, they're just going to keep on pushing their agenda until they get taken out, I guess. Yeah. Well, we got to win. So how do we win? Yeah, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, and, 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 and I'm sure you as well, I mean, it's just, I don't know a better way for citizens to do it right now other than to get the information out there. Point people in the direction of Out of Shadows. Point people in the direction of Fall Cabal. Um, you know, whatever the documentaries are that, are that are out there, just please try to educate all your friends and see if you can find a way to get them just to find something that's non-confrontational, at least something that just gets people to ask themselves questions about their reality. If you can just get to that point, I mean, I know that's the trick right there. As you said earlier, you know, the CIA created the term conspiracy theory just so people could instantly go there and then shut down any sort of critique of that information from there with just a, with one term. Um, so I don't know, I just think it's, a, it's about trying to reach people through, you know, just through humanity, just coming to them and saying, Asking them to question their reality at the beginning of it all. I don't know what else to do. I mean, start with, you know, all the ways in which Biden has dropped the ball right now. So do you really think yeah. he's doing the job? I don't know. Maybe that's a good start. But like I said, I'm not the best at being the guy to go out there and like create the campaign to wake everybody up. But um, you know, no, you're doing you're doing. Yeah, you're doing what you need to be doing. What? Um, so going shifting gears to the vaccine. Um, I know that that's been hard on a lot of you guys in the industry um, standing up against that. Um, are you seeing, um, as some of the information is coming out, are you seeing people wake up to you know the the vac uh, vaccine and and are you seeing some of these uh, folks or any of your contemporaries with vaccine injuries that that are causing them to wake up or not really? I have met a couple people, and I know I have a few friends that have had some milder um, vaccine injuries. And they're, I think most of them are back to what they believe is 100% right now. So, um, mm -hmm. but I have in Australia who's in the movie business down there, and he said that he just yesterday had three friends that have passed away on him in the last month, um, that have all been back. So, I don't know what exactly is going to happen. I mean, we all have seen the videos. We all know like the potentiality behind what's going to happen with these mRNA vaccines and what the backlash might be. Um, but I'm not seeing it a ton yet. But what I am seeing is that the movie business right now is like one of the few places I I can that I see now. I'm I'm not around any other places really other than restaurants and you know just going down the street. But everybody on movie sets are still wearing masks. It's still a mandate. Wow. 
wear a mask all the time. So I always have it below my nose and nobody ever says anything to me, but I don't think that's supposed to be allowed. But there, in terms of like backlash, there are people that are now waking up to like, do we really have to wear these masks every day? We're, and, and fortunately, I'm working for um, a company right now that's allowing us to not wear them outside. Um, so at least that's, that's good. right there. But um, people are starting to stand up and they're starting to realize all this stuff just in terms of that, in terms of masks. Like we've been doing this for two years and we're still wearing masks. What's the deal? Um, like, uh, I think it was, or Dan Bongino, I think Dan Bongino says, if masks work, why aren't they working? So yeah. I don't know why they're still making us wear these things, but it's just, you know, it's the it's just the protocol right now that we're dealing with. And yeah, people are getting sick of it. So hopefully it wakes up a bunch more people. We'll see. Yeah, well, I hope so. Um, are you seeing more and more productions not requiring vaccination, though? No, I just snuck through. I don't know why um, my movie was, and I think that it has to do with Sony Studios. I think Sony Studios doesn't necessarily mandate for whatever reason, but I'm also working for Netflix, which they mandate. So the reason that they're not mandating right now, I have no idea. But um, I have a group, I'm on a group with a bunch of friends where we have texts, and we text all the different shows that are going on um, that are not mandated right now. And that's a very short list. So it's not, yeah. it's still common yet. Wow. Well, I hope that turns around because I, I know, you know, it's a lot of pressure on all of you guys and in, in working. Do you see any uh, hope for some of these productions that are starting to be geared up and put out by conservatives? Like I know Daily Wire is doing a bunch of stuff. Are you starting to see any of that become available? Well, I've been, I know the guys at Daily Wire and I've been trying to, I'm in touch with one of the producers there and I'm trying to um, get in business with those guys and do movies with them because I don't believe, and you know, pardon me, you guys at Daily Wire, like I just don't, I still don't think they're doing it right. I mean, take their, the first movie they put out was Run, Hide, Fight. They had a, a girl in a high school in a school shooting and the girl was the one that came in there and killed everybody and, and cleaned up the whole mess and, and, and saved the day. It's like, well, that's just more propaganda right there. So they're not necessarily telling the right message either. So, um, yeah. and so as far as hope goes, like Mike Smith and I, we, we want to start our own production company, our own movie cool. studio. That's our goal right now. So we've been, Mike's working on the distribution right now and I'm working on the studio side of things right now. We're starting, we're starting to get product that we feel um, that we want to put out there in terms of desensitizing the people that have been desensitized. So getting back people back onto you know, family driven values and doing movies with good messages again. So um, since I don't feel that I can necessarily jump on board with anybody that I think has it right right now, we're trying to do, we're trying to find a way to do it on our own and lead by example. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, even with the, the daily wire folks and others that are, you know, that have the, um, you know, finances to, to do things right, that they start to get the real talent in Hollywood that is conservative, that is not down with the communist left or the grooming and sexualization and abuse of children and, and start to pull that talent over. And I think there's a lot of folks that are reluctant to leave Hollywood, you know, leave the uh, major leagues, you know, to, to go somewhere else. But the more guys that do, the, the more that the, you know, alternative, uh, alternative media or alternative production companies that, that share our values, the higher the quality. You know, I, I think it was Jeremy Boring, who, who runs Daily Wire with Ben Shapiro, said, we want to we, we're, we're trying to make movies that um, you want to see, not that you want to want to see. 
<laughs> and I think I think that's a pretty good way of, of doing it is they've got to get the, the quality up there dramatically. Absolutely. But I mean, and again, going back to Daily Wire again, the, the, their last movie I think that they're putting out right now is starring Gina Carano, who's obviously, you know, a conservative, amazing woman. Um, and, you know, best to her. But it, again, it's another female lead kicking all the guys' asses again and again and again. And whatever, you can have a story like that. But if that's the only message that we're telling in this new this new world of telling stories, it's just not the way to go right now. You know, I, not that I not that I have, you know, I, would, I just want to break down, my job is I want to break down the social design that has been created yeah. by Deep State for the last 20 years. No, and I and by the way, I, I I understand what you're saying, and I agree with you. Um, you know, I'm a I'm a martial artist, as uh, as as you know, I think probably from Tori. You know, we're both jujitsu guys, and uh, and so the importance of realism. You know, when I watch things, and yeah, it is this female that's you know uh, beating all of these dudes up and everything. Now, you know, Gina, she's a legit martial artist, and you know, she she performed at a high level and all that. Um, but but you're right. They are perpetrating um, lies in a lot of these movies by, um, you know, emphasizing you know or, or de-emphasizing some of the most important roles that women should be playing. Um, you know, in favor of some of the cultural designs and directions and things that they want to perpetrate on us. Well, not only that too. I have a 15 year old boy, and I don't know if you have any boys. But, you know, just with like starting way back from, I don't know, probably um, all in the family you know, um, and, and moving with like the Simpsons and with like uh, uh, married with children. You've got these deadbeat dads and yeah. these guys that are just losers that are running their household that have zero respect from their family. And it's like that's the that's the message they're trying to create right now. They're trying to weaken us at the family core level. And yeah. um Make, make women seem tough, like they're the ones in charge. And not that they're not, but I mean, on a physical level and making guys seem weak so they won't stand up against the tyranny. I think that's, that's all part of the plan. No, I, I, think, I think that's wisdom. I think you're right. I think that is exactly what's been going on for, for many years. And, and again, yeah, I mean, listen, there's, um, I, I've trained some um, gals that are absolutely amazing that would take your average dude and wrap them up in a pretzel and choke them out. Um, you know, but 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 they have intentionally diminished the role of men, diminished masculinity. They they have made us out to be buffoons, and then you know elevated women to be um, manlike in a lot of characteristics um, to upend and disintegrate family and the the roles of men and women and all of that. Um, and that has been very very much intentional. You're right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just, again, just that, that's what Mike and I want to do is break down all of those, um, all of those values that have been created or pushed, um, to the deep state right now. Yeah. Well, good luck to, uh, you guys and what you're doing and, um, how do people follow you and, uh, yeah, I mean, what's I'm the on, best I'm way? at brad martin uh film or film ninja at brad martin on truth and um that's film underscore ninja at telegram but uh you know i'm not much of a social media guy right now so i think you can do most yeah. of it there's an out of shadows channel on telegram okay and uh mike smith i think it's at i think it's mike smith at crux 
on truth as well. Very um, good. Yeah. Well, well, listen, anything else in the you know last couple of minutes that we have here? And um, No, sir. Not unless you have anything. I appreciate no. your time. Thanks for having me yeah. on. Yeah, well, I thank you coming on and, uh, you know, joining us for the show. I appreciate it. And uh, good luck to you and all that you're doing. And, you know, keep in touch and let me know how we can support you in the future. Yeah, same. If you ever need anything, let me know. All right. Thanks, brother. Thank you so much. All right. Thank take you. care. Yeah, you too. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on Liberty Station. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you like what we're doing, please subscribe to us on Rumble, Liftable TV, or Spotify, or anywhere that you consume podcasts. Please text these episodes to your friends and support our advertisers. 